Hey guys! So today we're going to be talking about book pet peeves. I'm so excited for this particular one. So we're just going to jump right into it because I'm way too excited. I think the amount of time I've already said the word excited in this episode is actually um, kind of annoying. But we're going to ignore that and <laughs> move on. Anyways, I'm going to divide like it into two parts. We're going to talk about the things in like the physical part of a book which will be oddly specific i know like book talk has mostly covered a lot of those but we're also going to talk about the things in the book that are very annoying so we're going to start with the most infuriating thing ever different page colors in a series like you know when you get a series like a trilogy or a duology and then each of those books have like different page colors like honestly like I don't mind I've seen a lot of people on book talk oh my god it's a tram passing right now I hope you guys don't hear it anyways book talk has covered a lot of it but some of this needs to be talked about different page colors like I don't honestly I don't mind if it's like okay uh different page heights different page sizes different book heights different page sizes but when it's different colors, like the page is like, oh, this one's a little bit orange, this one's a little bit white, like, for what? I just I just don't find it attractive. It just makes me so upset, like, it just infuriates me. I don't even know why, honestly. Like, it's such a tiny detail, but when you put three of your books together and, like, they're, like, different page colors, honestly... Anyways, moving forward, I can, like, I'm about to pop a vein right now, but we're going to move forward because this is supposed to be fun, and it's fun because, obviously, I'm burning off whatever things I hate about books. Another thing that I do not like, I can stand it, but I really do not like, I prefer not to have it, is paperback that is moderately floppy specifically moderately floppy like you know when like okay if it's a paperback that is not floppy at all i don't mind like i don't need it to be like odd but like if it's not floppy it's fine but the ones that are like right in the middle they're not floppy they're not like straight they're just moderately oh my gosh like i'm thinking of it again and it's just (sighs) anyways paperback that are moderately floppy like for what like honestly do better no do better (laughs) one thing that i do want to talk about for sure is too many recommendations on a book cover you know when you know when like you get a book and they're like two recommendations and you're like yeah that's pretty good okay this popular person which i've never heard of okay set this about the book okay fine nice but when you see like four or five Honestly, for what? Like, I've never even heard of most of these people. Like, I've actually seen, like, only one person that I've actually seen recommended, but I actually know their name. So it's not like I would know, like, okay, this person's recommended. Oh, yeah, this person's probably popular. But then, why do I need five recommendations on on the cover of a book? I think most of us can agree to that one. I know those books are actually not popular because most times you're just going to see one. But the books that do have those, I almost like, it's a huge deterrent for me. Because why do I have like five people recommending your book? Popular people that I've not heard of. 
moving forward, like we're going to move forward, we're going to move past that, and we're going to talk about <clears throat> removable stickers that are not removable. Okay, does that make sense? Removable stickers that are not removable. Removable. <laughs> removable. What I mean is, you know when you get a book and it's like, yeah, there's like this circle. You know those ones that usually have like Netflix circle, man. Or I can't really even have a book in front of me that has it. What's the name of the book? What is it? Oh, I can't find it. Wait. Anyways, books that have stickers on them. You know, uh, a book that has that. I currently have a. I can't really have a book in front of me that has that, and it's *The Vanishing Elf* by Brit Bennett. I've not read it. Okay, I have read it, but I don't know. I'm just. It put me in a slump right now. I don't even know. I don't know much about it yet. But anyways, the main point is, why is there a sticker that is not removable? Why did you put it there? Why is it like a sticker? Those, like, the fact that it looks like a sticker is just annoying. You just want to pull it off, like, why? There's a, a lot of whys in this episode, but, yeah, that is it. Like, no, that is a no for me. That is a no for me, honestly. Books that have unremovable, removable stickers on them. What a pity. Anyways, I'm going to now talk about the last thing in, like, the physical appearance of the book that is a huge deterrent, like, obviously, there's so many already, like, if you uh, have a book that is, like, human being on the cover, like, a real person on the cover, that's just another thing, but, like, I just want to talk about the ones that are not talked about enough, yeah? So, another one is back covers that stick. You know when you have, like, an extra cover on your book, like, a page, not a page cover, a book cover, like, extra paper on the book. Oh, my gosh, what's it? I can't remember. Anyways, when you have that, and then that don't stick, actually. You know, when you actually want to read a book and then you don't want to remove your back cover because your book is so pretty, you don't want to do something or whatever, and then, like, when you're opening the pages, it's constantly, it constantly gets dropped. Like, it constantly just looks bad. Like, you're trying to open pages and it's not even acting normal. It's just weird and you desperately want to remove it. But then you also don't want to remove it because you like how your book looks. Maybe it's white or something. Like, those ones are, are, are actually the absolute worst. Those are actually the absolute worst. So, another thing, the last thing about the page covers thing is... When a book has a beautiful cover and has nothing on the actual book. Why? Like, I get it. Like, don't judge a book by its cover. At the end of the day, we all judge a book by its cover. But why do I have a book? And then after the first page, it's absolutely nonsense. Like, it's just blank. Except it, the design is so beautiful. Like, maybe a, a very beautiful color that you know that, yeah, it's perfect. But why do I have a book that looks good on the outside and it's completely black and has no sort of word or symbol whatsoever? It's just that. That is so annoying. I know, like, come, like nowadays, there are no so many books. There are not really a lot of books that have that. But the ones that do, no, no. Anyways, 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 we're going to move forward and next we're going to talk about singing main characters.
Where do I start on this one? For some reason, like, that is just so messed up to me. Like, why are we having a singing main character that we can't even hear your voice? You might as well be singing like a troll and we don't even know, like... And it's even worse when they actually put lyrics on the page, like, that person is singing. Like, honestly, like, why do I need it? I don't need it. Like, it's so annoying to me. I'm so sorry for the noise. Oh, my gosh. The trams always find the most annoying times to pass. Because I live so close to them and I'm honestly just leaving this place soon. Anyways, singing main characters, like, why? Like, it's, I get that, I get the fact that, okay, we're trying to add a, a good characteristic that makes the person, like, maybe more attractive because I guess good singing voices are good. But then, like, why do we, like, there are other ways to do it. We don't need a singing main character. And it's like, oh, she's singing, her voice is angelic. It's like, uh uh-huh. We don't even know. Like, you might as well be singing like a troll and it's just because you like her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, I'm literally picking a fight with nobody. I'm staring at my at my uh, recorder now and my phone. And I can't... I'm picking a fight with nobody. So, <laughs> you know, I'm upset and very annoyed about these things I am. Anyways, anyways... Uh, another thing, another thing that we're here for, okay, that we're not here for, is the I'm not like the other girls trope, aka Bella, you know, Bella from Twilight, yeah, that, that, that is an example of that, like, obviously, like, I get the fact that you're trying to, you have to be a standing out main character, good main character, like, you have to be a main character, just not like everybody else, but not, okay, yeah, she eats, I don't eat, yeah, she does that, I don't do that, yeah, I'm not like the other girls, oh my gosh, it's so annoying, like, a lot of people will call it pick me, but they're the main character, you're supposed to pick them, but the, um, the specific attitude of being like, oh yeah, this girl does that, I don't do that, like, at least have characteristics of human being, you're not, you're not, uh, an alien like at least have characteristics of normal human being oh yeah she does that i don't do that yeah she does that i don't do that oh my gosh that is so annoying and i can't stop thinking of bella from twilight she's the perfect example of yeah i'm not like the other girls she's like standing there in a main character world and like one thing we all need to come in reality we like we need to know is that at the end of the day everybody's a main character in their own story like even the person Actually, everybody is a main character in their own life, not even their own story. Because in your story, there's someone there, and that person is also the main character of that story. So it's your life, like, honestly. So I think that is one thing that I do need to discuss on this channel. Like, readers, especially readers, you know, main character stuff. So I'm going to talk about that later. But anyways, that I'm not like the other girl's trope is just annoying, and it makes me livid. Another thing, like another trope that we do not like, that I know most readers, a lot of readers, in fact, do not like, is the miscommunication trope. The miscommunication trope. I'm going to say it louder for those at the back. The miscommunication trope. Hmm. Hmm. Where do I begin on this one? This specific trope, it's so irritating. Like, why do I have an happy ending at episode eight you see you see like if you can hear the tram the tram is currently passing again so annoying 
anyways why do i have an happy ending at i said episode at chapter eight and you're dragging me to chapter 30 because of your miscommunication like for what that is why i have so many books on my dnf which is if you don't know what that is that is did not finish like list i have so many books and guess what it's cause of the miscommunication trope when you know you're sure they would have an happy ending at episode uh, at chapter eight and then they drag you out they're like yeah she said this i i she must hate me the guy's like the girl's like no i don't hate him he must hate me like just shut up already like shut up like no no like i do not want to hear that that is so irritating and another thing that you should know about this trope is that it's One of the biggest trips of the most popular romance books. Try to think of it. This like honestly, I don't mind if it's like oh yeah, we're towards the end of the book and we need something to decide and lose who so we can have a very good, seemingly good happy ending. I do not mind that because obviously I want that. But when it's like you know for sure that there is nothing in that book anymore, so the author like drags you around and drags you around and this said that and yeah he tripped me uh no i actually didn't trip i was having a leg pain so annoying yeah that is so annoying and another thing like i'm saying another thing so much i need to find a better word and uh something else that is very very uh annoying i think i need to have a list of words that can be synonyms for annoying because i have been saying it a lot but it is annoying is reminding us of details that we already know in a book like you know when the main character tells us yeah i have uh, a bet mark there and she's wearing a tank top the next day she has a bet mark there and she's driving something and like they find always every opportunity to remind us of the details that we already know that is so annoying and honestly if you if you're not someone that is speaker like me you won't even like notice but i think you will but you just put it at the back of your mind reminding us of details that we already know like it's like a feature it's like yeah like maybe oh yeah i have um this small red toe and they tell us in the first line of the page i removed my stalwarts uh my small toe from the from the boots or something and then they re, re and then they remind us oh my god i'm already stuttering mm. just a minute i'm just gonna drink some water And then they remind us, like, literally a day later in the book, or two, or two pages later, or I guess one uh, chapter later, and it's like, yeah, this, 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 and they keep reminding us. That is so annoying, and I think a lot of us can. I think you can agree on that. I think we can both agree on that. In fact, another trope that um is just not it like you like it's just not it's just not for me i don't even hate here i'm just not related i do not want to even see it yeah so i hate it is the cheating trope oh my gosh the silence is loud like honestly the cheating trope i know a lot of readers just like no no oh yeah the second chance trope no no I do not want to hear it. Like, honestly, I'm here to read book, have fun, cry, like, whatever it is. I do not want to hear the tre- cheating trope. It's just 
very very ugh, annoying and just not it like he's like yeah check second chance you must have not known it no 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 and do you know what makes it worse i think i've only seen one book that's done this is when they like explain the the cheater's point of view mm. i do not even want to give like i don't want to yeah yeah that was a mistake i was drunk no i don't care like i i honestly i honestly don't care i do not want to hear it so when they tell us like yeah from the point of view of a cheater no like is that 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 is a no for me that just annoys me so yeah we've been here for about 17 minutes now so we're just going to go on for a couple more another thing that i think um we all have in common that i know is quite popular is long chapters or short chapters i do not want to have 30 pages of you telling me different information in a chapter like, even though I know that, okay, you're not telling me the point of one person for, t- for 30 minutes, I want a change of chapter. It just makes me feel like I'm moving forward. I don't want 30 pages, 30 pages of you telling me the same thing in one, ch- or different things, or different things in one chapter. Like, no, no. And another thing is short chapters. These are mostly used like when deaf side characters. Like I get that, okay, the side characters are not that interesting. But I don't want you to give us two pages from their point of view. Like why? No. And the last thing, the last thing that we have for today is the deterrent at the beginning. You know when what they say in the beginning has close to nothing to do with what is actually going on in the group book you know when they use like catchphrases for the beginners like yeah okay this is the first sign of the book it's so catchy so good like i get it it makes it sell but when it actually has zero to nothing to do with the book i'll give you an example six of crows like i get honestly that was a bad example because it was useful we did understand a lot of things through that chapter but what i did not like about that particular beginning is that we never heard from him like, we never knew what happened to him. Wait, did we know? I think they talked about him, like, one time that I became... I don't know if you've read Six of Crowds, but if you haven't read it, yeah, I think they did talk about it a couple of times. But, but we didn't, like, receive that point of view anymore, and it was just stressful to me because I really liked the beginning. It was, like, the moon, something, something, I don't remember. So, yeah, like, books that have weird stuff in the beginning and, like, don't follow up, no. So that is basically it for today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please don't forget to subscribe and give us a rating. You can follow this podcast on the Book One Podcast on Instagram, where we'll be posting updates on episodes and quizzes and even surveys for me to answer on the podcast. So yeah, that is basically it. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to give us a five-star rating. And yeah, you can follow us on instagram where we will be posting updates thank you so much for listening to me ramble on about my uh pet peeves and i hope you we do find something in common because obviously like <laughs> we must we do have something in common because you're a reader and you're here for one thing and one thing only i'll catch you guys next thursday bye